You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Five, six, seven, eight. Holla, boys and girls, it's the BGN. Coming from the Marvel world to the DC friends. All the way from Hollywood to the PCN. She defends everyone from sleazy men. Born apologize for spitting Shonda Rhimes. The space that we make is never colonized. We're talking games and movies and actors. Words. Better shake your booties for Black Girl Nerds. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Jamie and I am your host along with Ryan. So we have all now seen it. Finally, the teaser trailer to Black Panther Wakanda Forever has arrived and it dropped this past weekend during San Diego Comic-Con. And of course, we here at Black Girl Nerds have some thoughts about it. But what we are going to do in this episode is talk about the recast T'Challa movement and the reactions to the trailer from that community. So we have back E-Man, who was a guest on our previous show that is the creator of the recast T'Challa movement to talk about his thoughts, which is controversial, and also my thoughts, which are also controversial, on this film, which confirms the death of T'Challa in the highly anticipated sequel to Black Panther. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Black Girl Nerds podcast with our guest E-Man of E-Man's Reviews to talk about the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Black Girl Nerds podcast. My name is Jamie. I am your host along with Ryan. Ryan, how you doing? Hello. So we are actually doing this episode past Monday because usually we have new episodes that drop every Monday. But as you can tell from our social media feed, we've been a little bit busy this past weekend with this crazy event that happens every summer called Comic-Con. And this past uh, year, Comic-Con has actually returned finally back to the San Diego Convention Center and uh, some of the big news that came out of Comic-Con, of course, the big day was Saturday with the Marvel Studios presentation. And we finally, finally, finally got the trailer. At least it was a teaser trailer. I think technically it's a teaser of Black Panther, Wakanda forever. <laughs> so I wanted to revisit a previous guest that we had on our show because now that it has been confirmed that T'Challa has not been recast, uh, I have our guest Eman, who is a part and instrumental and the creator of the recast T'Challa hashtag um, that has made waves on social media, made waves in the media. He's had public appearances on many news media networks and uh, is very well known because of this movement, really. And a lot of fans have supported and stood by this idea of making sure and wanting to have Marvel recast T'Challa. So, Eman, first of all, thank you for coming on the Black Girl Nerds podcast. And 
Is there anything else that you can just tell our listeners about, you know, the work that you do outside of the hashtag? Because I know you're more than just that one thing. <laughs> well, first and foremost, thank you so, so much for uh, inviting me back here. It's, uh, you know, I already told you it's a it's always a pleasure and it's always an automatic yes. Uh, if you guys ever want to have me on here. Um, but yeah, listen, I'm just your friendly neighborhood, uh, you know, a, a black film critic, uh, YouTuber, content creator. Um, you know, I, I do like to do other things outside of just uh, uh, triggering people, I guess, on social media <laughs> uh, with a hashtag. Um, but, you know, like, so for example, I like to throw watch parties, you know, for uh, movies with my community. We just got done doing Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, that was a blast. The kids had a great time. Um, but, but what about I, the goats, though? I just had to throw that in the there. goat. <laughs> <laughs> Them goats were nuts. First of all, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, you good. You good. No, listen, I mean, uh, you know, look, because we're in this blurred space uh, at the end of the day, you know, when I step into uh, any type of critique or praise or whatever it is. Um, first and foremost, I'm gonna make sure that the voices that I think should be heard are amplified, the messages and so on. So when it comes to black representation, you're gonna hear me talk about it one way or another. Um, it's just one of the things I like to do uh in this space. And you know, recast the child is just part of that, you know. Um, but hey, we're here to talk about all of that, and I cannot wait to get into it. I cannot wait to dive in. So let's just go right into it. So uh, Saturday, Marvel Studios, as I mentioned, at San Diego Comic-Con in Hall H premiered the teaser trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And uh, it came with a lot of mixed feelings because it's now been confirmed through there's a scene, obviously, where all of the Wakandians are dressed in white, which that is a sign that you know, that there is a funeral procession in progress, that T'Challa is is deceased and that they are going to bring in Chadwick's death into the storyline um, and, and have T'Challa be killed off in, in the film. So with that information, Eman and, and Ryan as well, I mean, what are your thoughts about the fact that they are officially killing off a superhero and a in a Marvel movie, which I, I feel like maybe is unprecedented? Whew. Um, well, I mean, it's it's definitely not too unprecedented. I mean, they did kill off Tony Stark. Um, you, true. Yeah, they killed you know. off like all of the Avengers. True. Yeah. <laughs> but, the you know, I think the key difference that a lot of people were, are going to bring up is the fact that he had his story arc completed, you know, and, you know, the whole thing with Recast the Child, or at least part of it is we kind of sort of want T'Challa's story to get the same type of treatment, the role of T'Challa, that is. Right. Um, now, that is not uh, that does not mean that we want to forget about Chadwick Boseman or we don't want to highlight him or celebrate him at all. That is not the same thing. Um, but his story, you know, for a character that's so historically rich, being the very first leading black character in Marvel Studios, by the way. Um, right. That's a huge thing to at least let that story arc continue. Uh, not to mention the fact that this is what Chadwick was working towards. Chadwick was fighting, battling cancer to have a see more of T'Challa with or without the mantle, um, because the significance was with T'Challa's character in himself. Um, but yeah, I mean, the fact that, you know, this was confirmed uh, that this is 
you know, I, I think it's troubling, in my opinion, because if you're going to have this death happen and it's not before the blip, so not before Hulk brought everyone back, not in between Infinity War and game, that just means that we've killed off T'Challa for the third time. You know, uh, supposedly he was uh, near death. You know, when he went over that waterfall, he was dusted away, killed him again. And now, for whatever reason, the, the hot rumor is just an illness. Um, he's going to die for a third time. And I understand how people want to cherish what Chadwick did and cement it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it does a disservice to the fact that this character's legacy is riddled with multiple deaths. I mean, just from a narrative standpoint, he's been dead longer than he's been king in the MCU. Mm. I, I, that you know like that's how we gonna end it you know again chadwick did great he is iconic and i kind of challenge people on that like if we if we are going to believe that chadwick is iconic then it really wouldn't matter if someone else picked up the baton right because you can't forget iconic right so yeah i i just think that you know putting the death in there i mean it comes with a lot of different issues um, you're taking real life trauma, you're putting it into a fictional story. Um, people have grieved, people have mourned. It's been two years since uh Chadwick passed away. Now we have to relive it again. I mean, my goodness, the cast and crew had to relive this through every scene, according to Winston Duke. Um, I feel bad for children. I mean, children cried and mourned when Chadwick passed away. They they cried and mourned over T'Challa at that point. Now we want to bring that all up again. I mean, how does the family feel? I don't know. The, the most we have is Chadwick's brother, who was like, yes, we do believe that Chadwick would want the role to continue. Um, I mean, I got some other takes, but Ryan, you go ahead. Yeah, I this is a this is a tough one for me because. I, I, because I, I, I can see your points, but when I saw all this stuff, like when you think about the the um, moments in Black Panther, like you said, when he fell over the cliff, mm-hmm. um, you know, other iterations where he's kind of sh- had to struggle and keep fighting. I, I kind of was ruined by the fight. I mean, we never want to see, we never want to see our our black men what's going on in reality. We never want to see that on camera, right? When we're talking about a hero, you don't want to see multiple deaths of this superhero especially how prominent he is in Marvel. But I remember when he went over the cliff, you know, of course we were all at the beginning, we were pissed because it's like you starting a movie <laughs> off, you're like, what is this? Like, you know, it's the child, like, he's Black Panther, like, what you doing right now? But the way he came back, the fight he had in that, and that's, you know, that's kudos to Chadwick too, it's the way he played this character. And then you have M'Baku, um, you know, that character being able to like, look, you know, and you know, he was pissed because he was like, look, I want the crown too. And the way the fight went down, but those two brothers kind of having each other's back and kind of sparing each other mm-hmm. and the way he was brought back, I thought was so important. So I think that's what kind of pulled me into that. Cause I don't really think, I didn't really see that perspective that you brought out, which is interesting. Cause mm-hmm. when I saw it, I didn't really pull that from that. Um, and you know, with this, I, I see like it, it's going to be difficult because this has been filmed, you know, when he passed away, um, I'm sure they were gearing up, you know, maybe some some stuff shot, maybe not the cast having to constantly, you know, relive this because they filmed the movie. Right. And then you have to come back and do all this press where you keep talking about it. 
and things are keep being brought back up. But I just, I think the way what Chadwick meant, and like you said, is the T'Challa character in the comics, you can, you know, find a variant, maybe down the line, you know, you, you recast it, you do something different. But what we have right now, I feel like is a moment to, you know, as a fan, and I know how hurt, and you know how everybody was, and I know how hurt I was when it first happened hearing the news of him, and not saying people aren't that want to recast, that want to see the recast, but I think this film is a chance to put some, put like a bow, a bow for the lack of a better word, put something on this that I think we need. Nobody, want, you know, obviously we don't want to open this up, like I know it's going to be tears in the theater, it's going to be flowing, you know, people going to definitely be in their feelings just by the teaser trailer that we have of what it's going to signify is going to be a lot. And, you know, like you said, kids having to understand this, kids having to be brought to you, like, you know, going out and, if, you know, if they had a chance to meet him and it's coming back up and it's like, well, what kind of film, like, what are we watching right now? But, you know, I saw a lot of the actors or some people that were fans putting out on Twitter. Um, Matthew Cherry put something out where he was like, you know, um, this this gives the actors an opportunity to grieve. You know, not, not like they haven't already, but you get to see that now in this film. And I'm interested in that I think that I'm worried. I hope it doesn't take a lot away from, you know, with, with the um, hashtag of recast and all that kind of stuff. I'm interested in the fight of this family. Like we still have the queen, we have Shuri. You know, they've lost a lot. This, this you know, this kingdom, what's going on in Wakanda, has, they have lost a lot. And I'm interested in that fight. Like, what is that going to mean? What does that represent? And I think that's something on screen that we are not, we haven't seen before. And, you know, Ryan Krugler is still at the helm of this. So, you know, I, I feel like there's a, that puts me, that gives me like a little ease that I wouldn't have, you know, opposed to like somebody else trying to come in and like, oh, well, I need to take over this now and figure out. He knows the story he needs to tell. He's been through the, you know, he's a black man in America. He's been through this, you know, it's not like we have somebody outside of our community trying to tell this story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, can cast is still phenomenal. So I think they have, in my opinion, I think they have a plan. So I'm I'm kind of mm. sitting back and, you know, maybe everybody takes that with a two cents. You know, me and Jamie joked before, you know, me and Marvel. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't really I haven't really had a lot of negative to, negativity to say about Marvel, but I will rhyme for me some Black Panther. And I feel like they have something that we don't know about yet. And I think people just got to sit back, in my opinion, my little humble opinion. I think people just need to sit back and wait and see what happens because I don't think this is like the end all be all I think this is what they what they you know the felt when it all went down what they came up with at that moment you know what Ryan thought he had to do at that moment because they were all dealing with a lot you saw him break and I Jamie I can't wait to hear from you from being in the room you know when they are when they released the trailer and how the cast was reacting because I saw like bits and clips but I'm just imagining like them seeing it again how it was coming together and people's reactions to it but um yeah Jamie I'll, I'll, I'll pass it back to you yeah, I mean, whew, there's a lot to unpack. So for me, Ryan, I, I, I agree with what you're saying, because I, I see that you're being very diplomatic with your answer and you're, you're seeing both sides of it. But for the most part, you're wanting to see what Marvel is going to do and you're yeah. open-minded with where they're taking the story. Right. And I'm of the belief that I think they're going in the right direction. I think that... Um, this was a decision that didn't come lightly. I think that they took their time. I think they, you know, probably was in a room and Ryan and the team probably prayed on it and meditated on it and really thought through what was the best way to go about this process. Uh, I'm seeing some really just 
unfair, nasty things online about Ryan and, and the producers who, by the way, Nate Moore is a black man that's a producer on this, mm-hmm. are being manipulated by Marvel and all of this stuff. And it's like they wow. they have a lot of autonomy over this this story. So I I think that they do have a plan in mind. I do believe that uh, eventually there will be a recast of T'Challa. But I think that this is a moment where we need to acknowledge that, you know, Chadwick is gone. And I think that this may be like some sort of, I don't know if I'm putting it right by saying this, but maybe that this is sort of a, a love letter to his passing by acknowledging it for us to just move on by recasting another actor. And that's it. I, I, I don't, I think we mm. need to just kind of take a beat and just, yeah. and remember who he was and his legacy. And that, and that to me is the spirit of what uh, Wakanda and, and the family of what T'Challa and his, you know, the whole origin of what Black Panther even represents. It's about ancestry. It's about family. Um, so it makes sense for them to go down this path before they go down, like you said, like the variant path. Because obviously we're in the multiverse stage of Marvel. They can do whatever the hell they want. Right. We can get a variant. We can get, you know, many T'Challa's we want at this point. And, and it'll be believable. It'll work. And, and it'll be what it is. Um, but I, I do think Marvel knows what they're doing. And I am of the belief that I think that this is the right course. I'm just not happy or I'm just disappointed, I should say, mm-hmm. in some of the backlash and some of the feedback I'm seeing online by disappointed fans that are like, oh, this movie is going to be trash. Oh, this movie is doomed to fail just because fans didn't get what they want. And it's like, you guys are really going to put down this movie. Like you were celebrating it. You, you know, were exalting it and putting it in this really high pedestal in 2018, black excellence. And now all of a sudden crapping on, on it, you know, for, (laughs) I want to say the other word, but you know, you're, you're, you're really, you're putting it down just because, you didn't get what you want out of it. And you don't know that maybe the third movie, the fourth movie or whatever down the road, you'll get what you want. It's just, you're not getting what you want right now. So don't put the movie down. Don't put down the people that worked hard that, you know, had to deal with these emotionally draining moments. Um, And, you know, I guess maybe I'm a little biased because you know, I know many of the people that worked on this film from the actors, from the crew members, you know, they, they're really so, they're just so, you know, dedicated to this film and they want it to be beautiful. It's just disappointing to see how people have turned on it so quickly on a dime just because of one character. And I know that this is a very important character. It's the titular character, of course, mm-hmm. but um, I just, uh, that that's been the most disappointing thing for me. So going back to what you said, Ryan, I think that, um, you know, Marvel, again, they, they know what they're doing and we just got to have faith. Like, let's just sit back. Let's take a breath. Let's relax a little bit. And then if you don't like what you see when you watch the movie, 
then start venting, but don't start putting the movie down and giving all of this negative feedback based off of, uh, you know, two and a half minute teaser. Can I speak yeah. to some of that? So um, let me let me preface by saying that I am and have been a huge Ryan Coogler fan. Um, I actually got the opportunity to talk to him uh, when he came out here uh, in Chicago for Creed. Um, the brother is a genius. Let's, you know, I don't think anyone debates that whatsoever. Um, I think what what troubled me was a couple of things in terms of because I know, Jamie, you saying that, you know, Marvel has a plan and and all that. And, you know, I'm not one to, you know, crap on this movie. I think that Ryan Coogler is going to put something together that is going to make damn near a billion dollars. Like it's going to be a show for sure. Um, so there's no question about the technical prowess and and the heart that is put into this film where I am apprehensive, where I cannot give a leap of faith is in the process of how all this came about and the direction that this is going um, part of it. So, for example, Nate Moore did uh, an interview um, with the Ringerverse podcast, and he had said that when he learned about Chadwick Boseman passing. Now, Kevin Feige learned just a couple of hours before Chadwick actually passed. Like, he was the first person in Marvel to actually learn that. Kevin Feige then said that he went and told, he went to Nate Moore to be like, hey, this is the news. Like, you know, and they were having their, you know, they were talking. And then Nate Moore said that he immediately went to Ryan and within minutes they made the decision not to recast again that, you know, I respect their heart and commitment to everything. What troubles me is that they made a decision in the midst of grieving in the midst of being real, you know, in a real tense emotional moment. I mean, you hear that your friend, your good friend just passed away and, and you're making business decisions. That's where I'm kind of like, my gosh, I just wish y'all would have just waited. Just like, just mourn, just grieve for the brother. Let, let, let cooler heads prevail. Let let your your heart like. But is that to, is that yeah. to say is that mm-hmm. necessarily like I get your what you're saying, which that's true. They they probably should have waited before making an executive decision such as that. But mm-hmm. who say that that won't happen in a future film? Like maybe that was the plan to continue this through line mm-hmm. of you know making sure that they acknowledge Chadwick's death. I shouldn't mm-hmm. say always the plan, um, poor choice of words, but you know, <laughs> when Chad would passed, mm-hmm. you want to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. And then the, the recasting, cause I, I honestly believe that they, they will plan to do that. I don't think, that this I, I think is so too. Permanent. Yeah. I, no, I, I totally agree with you. Okay. Yeah. So here, I guess the, here's the other context that some people might've missed. Like, so back in 2018, um nate moore had done an interview people can google this just type in 2018 screen rant nate moore interview and one of the things that personally bothered me was just the fact that he was communicating the idea that um black panther is not just about one person it's a mantle it gets passed around and you know basically we can explore all of wakanda And that's the part where I started to get a little bit of trouble. Like, wait a minute. Like if, if we start focusing on the mantle and not the characters, 
you know, and I'm not saying that it needs to be only about T'Challa. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when we shift the focus to the mantle, something that's superficial like that, in my opinion, if we do that for the long term, that then creates the opportunity or the pathway to make Black actors and characters expendable. And my fear, my concern was what we saw a little bit of back in December, where, um, you know, Letitia Wright was having all the, the vaccine drama and, you know, all that stuff. And I mean, the sister barely even had an opportunity to secure the bag. She hasn't even been on screen yet, you know, in the suit. And people were already ready to, like, get rid of her. People was like, recast Shuri, yeah, was, get rid of Shuri. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, like, but this is th- th- This is why I was like, it's important to recast the child to solidify him. But at the same time, we can build up other characters, right? Like you could put him to, in the background. You can have him pause. We could take that break that you were talking about to like actually grieve and mourn him and still uplift other characters. But I just don't want the, I don't want the black characters to just be interchangeable and expendable and replaceable in the long term, I don't want people thinking, well, it's just a mantle. If I don't like this character, get rid of them. But I guess I get what you're saying. Else. But Nate Moore is correct in the fact that it is a mantle. I mean, it, it has uh, been given. Yes. Yeah. So it has been given from one character to the next canonically in, in the books. So yeah. he's not wrong in saying that. And I get what you're saying. I, I totally do. Um, but if you're looking at it from. A perspective of like a superhero that is the person versus the suit mm-hmm. you know it, it there is a dichotomy there i mean there's I'm, t'challa and then there's the black panther and it and it's two different personas sure and you're totally right about that that technically it is a mantle but the entire creation of black panther the franchise the mantle's always been secondary it's there sure. But it's always about the characters that inform the mantle. That's so, true. For example, true. with T'Challa, he doesn't always have the mantle. Somebody else has the mantle, for example. Killmonger's had it, Mbaku's had it, Shuri's had it. It's passed around, but the characters still remain. The story's not about who is Black Panther. It's about how does this affect Shuri? How does this affect T'Challa? How does T'Challa deal with Wakanda? How does Wakanda deal with T'Challa? How does Shuri deal with T'Challa? It's always been about the characters. And what I'm afraid of is in for the MCU and, and online chatter that I've seen, people are disregarding the significance of the individual character. And yes, it might start with T'Challa. I just don't want it to continue with other Black characters that, like I said, might end up being viewed as expendable. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, first of all, we don't even have enough black characters on screen. So that's that's why I don't want to get rid of none of them. (laughs) That's why. That's that's the problem. Number one. Um, I mean, we are getting a Blade movie that's been confirmed. So hopefully, you know, we continue to get more fully fleshed out Marvel movies with leading actors. But I, I just... Here's what I'm wondering, and uh, Ryan, feel free to give your thoughts on this. And I hope I'm not overstepping and overreaching with this opinion, but is there some sort of, gosh, I hate using this term, but um, is there some toxic masculinity happening with this? And I'm not, I'm not saying you, Iman, please do not. Oh, okay. Okay. With the whole (laughs) recast T'Challa thing. Because the reason I say that is because obviously 
from the direction I'm seeing with this film, there's a strong possibility that Shuri may take the mantle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But there's also theories out there that it could be Killmonger looking at that final shot. You could, it could easily be Killmonger or it, it could be Shuri. Looking at that Panther, like if you look at the final shot, the person looks thin. Yeah. Right. Um, like I was, I'm like, that ain't that ain't I was trying good. to hit with the Killmonger thing, but I was like, Woo, Killmonger got them kind of curves. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah. mm, new rock stars right. think it's Killmonger, but I don't know. Oh we'll God. see. Um they throw anything out there. That's true. Um, <laughs> I, I think it could so if it if it is Shuri, um are, is 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 the idea of recasting Chichala because people want to see another you know black male leading actor in that role and they're not ready to see a female black panther yet is that a part of the pushback oh right. that's interesting that's interesting because i didn't i'm i'm starting to wonder that's a good question because people aren't focusing see i think people are still not focusing on the right thing so that's a good i'm wondering if that's half of what people are thinking too um, because I'm like, you know, the moment where there's like uh, Shuri and Riri giving like gap in the in the in the in the lab, and it's like we're gonna be all right, and people just like, but you know, we need to recast the child though. Mm. You know right. what I mean? Like I, I'm 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 just I'm curious. That's an interesting point, Jamie, that you brought up because I didn't think about it like that. And then like I'm also worried for every time I see Letitia, and I don't blame because she's been through a lot. But you know, I was looking at like a lot of Comic Con stuff, interview stuff. She looks so nervous to me. Like every time, and I don't know if it's just like, you know, like maybe she like being in front of the camera, she'd rather just, you know, do her role, keep it moving. And that's fine. Cause you know, some actors out here just need to stop talking whenever they in press conferences or whatever. <laughs> she so probably can't say just, a whole lot. She's probably right. too concerned about. Right, right. right that too. Yeah. Not like she's going to be like, hey, you guys, it's me at the end. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's just like every time you see her, she just, I don't know. It's just, maybe it's just me reading too much into it. Yeah, I mean, it looks a little, you know, a little different to me, but yeah, I, I'm I'm worried about like what people think. If it is her, I'm worried about what they already think about her because we know how they, you know, the cancel culture culture and how they form opinions. So I'm worried. Yeah, because there's a lot of there's, um, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm just thinking as this thought comes in my mind, like there's a lot of fans that are getting upset of the Marvel movies as of late, like in the mm-hmm. end of phase four, that a lot of females are being brought to the forefront. That you know, no, oh, we've knew. got a female Thor. You know, we've got the Ms. Marvel. We've got She Hulk coming out. We've got Ms. Marvels. You know, coming out. <clears throat> so we've got all of these female protagonists, either as leads or you know, as very significant roles in these Marvel films. And I'm just wondering, is there, you know, some, again, toxic masculinity happening where people don't want to see a Black female lead or a Black female taking on the mantle of the Black Panther? And it's being under the veil of, well, we just want to see, you know, another actor play T'Challa. Ryan, were you done or did you have more? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I was, I just think that's real interesting because I didn't think about that because this, this movie will be riddled with, and I think, and maybe that's, maybe I'm biased because I'm ready to be on the front of my seat because this movie is going to be riddled with black women that are just badass, mm-hmm. and so I can't, and I can't wait, and so my, that's why my pen is on the other side. So that's yeah. I mean, man, I can't wait to hear what you're going to say about it. But that's an interesting <laughs> point because now I'm going back through comments looking like. Well, man, maybe I missed it. Maybe that's what they're trying to point out without actually like directly saying that. 
So, um, gosh, I don't know where to start. Cause like, for one, I don't want to ever defend toxic masculinity, um, uh-huh. at all. Um, I do think that some people, uh, feel threatened that they're just not being represented. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like, oh my gosh, a woman is there. How could you? I don't think uh-huh. it's that. Now, let me not completely disregard the fact that there are some actual toxic people out there okay and i i do my best to speak against that to other brothers and be like look i'm gonna need you to chill out don't call these don't call any woman out they name it is not that it's not that serious relax like chill out with that um but there is a sense of like oh my gosh we had our black male king and you're taking it away from us Mm. whereas there and the, the the reason why I kind of push back on people on this, um, as it being a whole thing. Again, it it there are pockets on dark internet webs where people are very toxic. But I'm saying it's not the bigger wide case uh, story because we didn't have this in the first movie. When the first movie came out, it was Black Girl Magic. All Black women almost stole the movie, you know. And and T'Challa was gone for like half of it, and you know, like everybody was shining together. Mm-hmm. So. You know, to me, I don't think it's necessarily that per se, Um, you know, and, and I mean, just look what I've done with this whole campaign from the very jump. I've tried to like dispel any idea of misogyny or anything because I have no problem with Shuri or anybody taking the mantle, Um, you know, because in my opinion, it's more about the characters rather than the mantle. Um, I've actually championed for both. I want two Black Panthers. I'm greedy. You know, I I want them to go the full distance because I don't think we've ever seen a strong superhero Black man and a Black woman on screen together. I I love that. And even if they wanted to elevate, um, you know, Shuri or any other female, um, I think that there's so much more value in actually having a, um, a, a Black man there showing support for her. Because we also need to see, by we, I mean Black men, we need to see that too. We need to see strong Black men supporting Black women um, because all of that matters. I'm just not a fan of the the gender wars that is starting online. I, I don't like it. I, I want everyone to shine. I want everyone to have their moment. Um, I don't think it should be a, you know, black man versus black women, or I don't like any one gender getting exalted at the expense of another Um, because the comics don't do that. The comics, I mean, look, Shuri has elevated to goddess level. Forget the mantle. She's a superhero goddess. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like this is where I want to see everything go. I want to see T'Challa out there. I want to see Shuri out there. I want to see them all flourish. So, but, but let me just, again, I do want to speak out against any toxic masculinity. I mean, if you're a brother out there and you hate the fact that, you know, a a woman is having a mantle, check yourself, like relax. It's not that serious. It's okay for that to happen. Um, And by the way, I've actually advocated for more screen time for Shuri. I think that would have been, you know, if, you know, if I was Nate Moore, if I could put my producer hat on. I would have actually delayed this movie, done a Wakanda series similar to how they did with Falcon and the Winter Soldier and give Shuri the cast and everybody time to like actually mourn that way 
through a six, seven episode series, have her rise to the ascension. Because if we're being honest, the first movie did not develop Shuri as People you know, hey, you're next that. in line. Like fans will be complaining big time about that. <laughs> Sorry uh-huh. to interrupt. People, oh, people, people would complain about that. Your yeah. idea. It's a it's a brilliant idea, but I, I just know right off the bat, like if yeah. if Kevin Feige decided to delay the sequel to Black Panther to introduce an episodic series focused mm. on Shuri, oh, people would be in their feelings I and mean, they would be complaining left and right. I would listen, <laughs> I'd be here for it because to me, I'm like, if you're if you're gonna develop a character that you didn't really develop, like they made her cue from the James Bond series, like they didn't build her up kind of the way the comics did i'm just like yo do what you did for for sam wilson you know y- y'all gave him time he did his little struggle and now he's got a movie and i don't hear as many people complaining about that um but i don't know either way i'm i'm pro women period um yeah. but i'm pro black first for everybody to shine together that's where I, I mean, to be to be fair, I, I think developing Shuri probably would have been difficult to do because it is it was Black Panther's film. Um, mm-hmm. So to have her being developed would have been a lot of that. That would have just been a lot of extraneous information added to a film that had a lot of content to begin with. So I think she probably. You talk about the first film. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't I, I don't. You. Yeah, I don't I don't think it. it I don't think they should have her fully developed just yet. I think it's something Mm. where she needs time. Like you said, like with Sam Wilson, I mean, Sam Wilson's been in enough movies at this point where it's like, okay, we know enough about his character where we we're ready to see him go solo. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I totally get what you're saying. And, and again, I I don't want you to think that I'm, you know, targeting you by saying that I was just curious because it's just like, you know it's in the comics i I just i i don't know why people seem to think that that's something that is bad Mm -hmm. (laughs) like and i don't yeah anyway um ryan did you want to add any more to that about um shari taking the mantle or anything else i just said yeah, it's just, I feel like it's a double-edged sword because people always say, oh, follow the comics. Why you lead us out of the comics? And they're following the comics, but you know, life happens. So now they're having to follow comics a little bit faster than they probably would have did. But I think they're, I, I just feel like they're going in the direction they had to go. Like, I, I would have, mm-hmm. I just felt like I would have felt bad. Um, um, and you know, E-Man, I'm following on that. Like, I love me a good, like, Disney Plus done got us spoiled because I love me a good little, like, you <laughs> right? know, series here and there where, you know, they're kind of breaking down, explaining, giving me a little bit more of the characters. And I'm like, oh, I didn't see that person, you know, mm-hmm. meshing with that person or them, you know, having those kind of powers. Like, I like that. Um, but yeah, you know, with this is like the the time. It's just the time to do all of that that I think would have been like, it would have been phenomenal. It would have helped us along so much better. But yeah, it's just the, you know, losing, um, you know, losing Chadwick mm-hmm. and just the time frame of like having to speed this up. And it's like, what do you do? Because I feel like it's it's on either side. Um, I feel like you just, you, you about to run into something. It's like, whatever you do. And you know, if they had a recast and they said, you know, okay, like you said, there's enough, you know, there's the morning has happened. Let's keep it, you know, we need to go ahead and move forward with this. We know we're going to do. What if people would have been like, whoever they cast, they would have been like, I can't stand this person. Like, why would you cast this person as the child? I I feel like you get that too. Yeah. I've been hearing that all the time. (laughs) And I swear, 
people don't realize how people act. People do that stuff all the time. And guess what? They get over it if that performance is actually really good. People was complaining about Heath Ledger. Oh, he can't be joking. Jack Nicholson was the best. That's and true. then they got over it. Now, Jack Nicholson was the best, but I do he appreciate was. Heath Ledger. But that's my, this is, look, this is why we're keep, complaining about Robert Pattinson too. That too. And he, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, he yeah. did a good job. Yeah. You know, but my, I, I keep trying to like dispel this <laughs> myth when it comes to recasting people. One, actors do not try to be the previous actor. They try to put their own imprint on there. Two, just because it's different doesn't mean it'll automatically be bad. There's yeah. a very big difference between Heath Ledger's Joker and Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, and they're good in their mm-hmm. own rights, you yeah. know. And and three, unless you are a psychic and you are all knowing, you have no idea if someone else can bring something equally good, if not better than what you currently know. So for me, especially when it comes to black roles, I don't want to sit here and prevent some other actor from coming in and maybe blessing us with something completely unexpected and fantastic. And if just for the people that are still pessimistic, if the next actor did suck, guess what happens? That just cements what Chadwick did even more. It cements the previous actor because we'll be like, man, this person sucked. You know who was really great? Great. The previous one. So it's actually all wins. Right. But then, though, my thing is, what if the studio was like, nah, y'all, that's a wrap. I, this and I, that always worries me. Like if everybody, yeah. if you know, if you don't, because I feel like that what they have right now, I think people is jump or like Jamie was saying, I think people are jumping too quick. Go to the movies, watch it mm-hmm. first, show, get representation, represent like you need to represent. Mm-hmm. Figure out what you think about it first, watch it, then come back with your comments. But if it does go left, like you said, I don't. I think people, I think that actor out there someday, whenever they recast, since they didn't do it now. Mm-hmm. If that's what they're going to do, deserves that chance to not be, so. you know, they get their own little, they get their own little path and, you know, yeah. and be able to carve that out when we see them. But if they do that now and they piss people off, I'm worried that the studios are like, nah, we don't need that. That's a wrap. And I, don't think, like said, I don't think the studios is going to um, can the movie because of yeah. fan reactions. There are movies that are really, really bad and make a lot of money and still get made constantly. As, as long oh, as yeah. Black Panther makes money, oh, that yeah. movie is going to continue to get made and the actor could be terrible and fans could hate them to the end mm-hmm. of time. There will still be, you know, movies Look, to be made. Nobody so, liked yeah. Brandon Ruth's Superman Returns. It, and that was in example. continuity with Christopher DC Reed. movies are a perfect example. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, listen, Those I movies are terrible. To, look, Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 was trash. But it those movies trash. make money. But they kept making they make Spider-Man money. movies. Yeah. Like, can we yeah. have the same level to just fail? Yeah, I, I don't think we do, though. I, I know we don't, that, but that, damn it, we need it. And that brings, <laughs> you, that brings up my point. It's like, we, yeah. I don't know, we're just, as a people as a community we are so hard on each other yeah that's why i'm like yeah just because they did not recast t'challa people like this movie is doomed to fail oh this movie's gonna suck oh this is trash and i'm like even with the news about um what's his name daniel kalua not gonna be in um uh, oh yeah they were like oh yeah this is gonna be bad now i'm like first of all he (laughs) was barely in the movie (laughs) and he was a damn traitor I mean, right. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna say to take him out. We ain't worried about him. We, we, we didn't care about him. 
Like, so like people were, are actually thinking this movie is going to be bad because Daniel Kaluuya is not in it. So like everybody's trying to find a reason to, I guess, doom this movie. And I'm like, y'all got to chill out. Yeah. <laughs> Mar- like I'll keep saying this. I know I'm beating like a dead horse, but Marvel knows what they're doing. I have 110% confidence in Ryan Coogler and Nate Moore and those guys. Mm-hmm. I think they have a-, a plan. I think that they've probably even thought out Black Panther 3. I yep. feel very confident that a recast is going to happen. It's just they want to take a beat and acknowledge the loss of Chadwick Boseman. And this is their way to do it in this film. And I think, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, it's going to be traumatic. It's going to be tough. It's going to be obviously something that a lot of us probably are not going to be looking forward to because it's going to be very emotional. But if this is their way of acknowledging the loss of their friend, their colleague, someone that they've known for years and worked with on this project for, you know, quite some time, then let them share their art in this very personal way. And then when we get to Black Panther 3, then we do the recast. I admire your faith. I, I, I really. I'm with her though. I, I'm I think I'm going to have 20 on that. I admire everyone's faith. I I admire everyone because you're not you're not alone. Right. And I actually think both of you have the vast majority of uh, you you guys share the same sentiment that a vast majority do, um, which is, hey, it's Ryan Coogler. Hey, it's Marvel. They got this. And, you know, like. I'm just not there. I'm not saying they're going to fail. I'm not saying that I just don't have as much faith as everybody else does. I think it's going to be a great product. I think it's going to make money. I think it's definitely going to do and communicate what they want and what they believe for their friend. Um, but, you know, I have my doubts. I have my so doubts. You're saying that they're never going to bring T'Challa back into the Black Panther universe. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I do think that a variant or something could definitely happen. I, I My doubt is just the direction, like I mentioned trying to focus on Wakanda or focus on the mantle rather than the characters. It's listen, I have a subtle different critique. I don't have the critique that uh, a lot of the more extreme people that you were referencing have. I'm not out here saying that the movie's going to be terrible. I'm not out here saying that there's an agenda against the black man, you know, or anything like that. I'm just like, mm, I kind of wish you would focus more on the characters and develop them and capture more of the essence that the comics do where they don't play the substitution game. It's not just one person can shine at one time. Like they literally make everyone central. They make everyone central. Of course, T'Challa like started off, but it it branches off to everything else. So, you know, I will be in wait and see mode with everybody else. Um, I just don't have as much faith as the majority if that makes sense. But you said you think that there will be a variant. So you don't yes. think that um, they will develop the character through that through line, through that, uh, through a variant? Well, I think it kind of puts, for me personally, it puts me in a very compromised position, right? One is, you know, when I started the whole uh, campaign, the the initial thing was, 
don't kill this character again because it's just kind of awkward that you just keep on killing him. Like that's that's weird to me as a right. black man dealing with black death so often. Right. It's right. just weird and unsettling that this is the option when by the way it's fiction there's so many other options there it, it, you know like i i kind of get a little cringy when people say this is the only thing they could do no it's not like they could tell a story in so many different ways with time travel multiverse whatever magic whatever but you know at the same time it's kind of like the 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 overall goal is but yes i do want the portrayal of T'Challa to continue, not just for me because I'm a fan and I got to get what I want, but because of what the character means historically, what the character does for people that are inspired by him specifically, um, the children that look up to him. Um, so yes, you know, it's it's kind of that give and take of like, oh, it sucks that you got to kill him off. But if we're going to get a variant somewhere down the line, I guess that's a compromise I can take too. I mean, I honestly feel like that that's where we are now with Marvel. I was yeah. literally having this conversation with someone at Comic-Con. I'm like, we are in the phase of the multiverse where every Marvel movie is now going to have a multiverse story arc in it. Mm -hmm. It's an easy way for writers to, number one, have several writers in their writer's room, switch up writers to you know different movies or different TV shows. You don't have to cast the same actor for several years. You can cut your budget and not have to spend millions of dollars to pay Robert Downey Jr. to do your movie for 10 years. You can, you know, hire another actor, unknowns. So the multiverse gives, you know, Kevin so many different options. And I just feel like that's where we are now. Um, and to some extent, that might be a hindrance um, storytelling wise, but that's just kind of. I feel like is the future of all of the Marvel movies is it's just, you know, they they're just going to go back and forth with this whole cluster F of a, <laughs> of a timeline with with storytelling. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so aside from the recast T'Challa stuff, uh, what did you guys think of the trailer? Do you have any conspiracy theories? Do you have any <laughs> <laughs> any thoughts of where you think the, the story is going to go? I do find I do find the um by the way the uh, the new rock stars conspiracy theory I mean I've been talking about this conspiracy theory for a while about Killmonger being the next uh, Black Panther in that final shot because uh you know there's a there's obviously scenes where they're underwater and there's uh obviously the scene that happened in the first film where he's buried he says he wants to be buried at sea like his ancestors. So in the alive. comics, yeah, in the comics, um, he, when he is resurrected, he's actually resurrected at at sea. Um, so there, there could be something there, but yeah, Ryan, what, what are your thoughts? I, I just, I don't, I don't want Killmonger like that. I don't want it. Like I love, I love um, Michael B. Jordan. Like I'm here for it. Whatever he gets ready to to like, I, Killmonger in some form would be dope. Like they can resurrect resurrect him, but I just I don't I don't I don't want that Black Panther mantle for him or that kid. I don't I don't just don't T'Challa and and the whole Killmonger. Yeah, no. I think they should just keep it separate because it's the what if thing. 
I don't know, that's still in my head. And I'm just thinking it's too much with Killmonger and then me trying to envision him like as a Black Panther. Like when he took it over the first time in the first movie, I was like, nah, bruh. Um, you know, when he was like auntie and all that kind of stuff, I was like, no, <laughs> it wasn't it. So I was like, I can't really see Killmonger, Killmonger going into that, into that area if they were going to pick somebody. Um, you know, I love how they get that whole, like only Marvel ends the trailer like that, where you like, they, you know, they working on something. You think you know what it is and you like, what if they do something completely like different than what you, what you're even thinking, you know, cause I, I'm, I'm leaning hard towards Shuri, but I'm like, what if they do something else? Because it's just Marvel. And you don't see it, you don't see it coming um, because that's, they're just that sneaky. Like everybody is like, every time, you, as you're going on Twitter, like everybody's freeze frame that one shot, try to like size up and figure out who it's going to be. Um, but you know, I, I'm curious too to see Neymar. I think that I don't have a co- lot of conspiracy. I'm thinking back to the comics, comics where he was like him and him and T'Challa were, or Black Panther were always rivaling and, and Wakanda and a lot of like, they had a lot of epic fights. So now that they're changing that up, sort of maybe. I'm I'm curious to see how that's gonna go, and and the actor that's playing him looks looks real cool. Like I hadn't seen a whole bunch of interviews with him. Um, I saw that the clip he had about being from the hood, and I thought that was cool for him to mention. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting to kind of see how that how that comes out. But yeah, the just having that villain, that different kind of villain in there. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm still kind of like taking it all in. I've seen the trailer like at least twenty times now, just trying to see like what I could find out from it and pick out from it. I love they slowed down the tracks. Um, to kind of give it even more of a of a meaning there, but mm-hmm. yeah, I I just I, I don't know. I think it's gonna be cool, and I'm just I'm waiting to see what else comes out. So you know, I'll pass it over to you, email with your with your conspiracy theories. What you got? I ain't got no conspiracy theories. I'm gonna give you a spicy <laughs> take, though. I'll give you a spicy okay, take in okay. a second. Um, but first of all, let me you know because a lot of people misconstrue. Again, we live in this world where if you're not on one extreme and loving something, or if you hating something, like something's wrong with you. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, I I thought the trailer was, I mean, visually stunning. I mean, oh, the yeah. thing was, my good, it was gorgeous. Like again, yeah. I trust Ryan Coogler to make a solid movie, even if I have slight disagreements with creative decisions. But mm-hmm. the man can make a movie. There's no question about that. Um, you know, the, 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 the emotion is there, you know, and I think that was something that, uh, we all felt even when the first trailer dropped, you know, for the first movie, like you, you know, there's something in there, um, that is speaking to you culturally. And, you know, that, that to me is definitely something that, um, gives me no doubt, no doubt that this movie is going to be successful it's going to make money it's going to get butts in seats that is no you know i have no question about that um as for i guess you know little mini theories and stuff um i do think that that is shuri um at the end um that is got to be like the uh you know the big it's a bigger better reveal um i reject the idea of Killmonger coming back uh, for so <laughs> many you. Somebody else. Thank you, man. Listen, I'm just saying Killmonger's <laughs> dead. He's dead. He's dead. And I just want to also mention, if you look at the first movie, my man had the option to come back. That, yes. He literally gave the dopest line in the movie the rejection <laughs> from coming back because he don't want to come back. Now, if he come back in the astral plane, I'm cool with that because he's dead. <laughs> But I yeah. don't need this man coming back. <laughs> okay. Let the look, if it's going to be Shuri, which I do believe it is, let her shine. Because I think, you know, when you're talking about that toxic man- masculinity and stuff, Jamie, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think if you bring Shuri back, uh, uh, if you bring Killmonger back, it will spark some of that back. It's yeah, that's similar. So It'd be similar to if you were to give Bucky the 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 mantle of Captain America rather than Sam. Like people would stop mm. focusing on Sam and be like, yeah. "But it should have been Bucky. He had the serum. He's swole. He should do." You know, and it's oh, like there were oh. people that were still mad about it's that. Still, I know. Oh, yeah, That's what okay. I'm saying. Like, forget Ooh. Killmonger. Let let the next person who's probably gonna be sure let her shine. Yeah. You know, so th- let that's. That, that's my take for that at least um but what what i i got a little i got in some mixed reactions i'll say that i don't know if it was all bad um <laughs> but one thing that that was off-putting to me was in the trailer they did show the mural of t'challa of chadwick right um mm-hmm. <clears throat> that hit me kind of it made me feel some type of way because What bothered me was it felt, again, let me preface this very clearly and say it slowly for people that are listening. I do not think Marvel has any malicious intent. I do not think Marvel has any ill will. I do not think Marvel is following some big agenda to down the black man, whatever. I'm not saying any of that. Mm -hmm. I believe their hearts are all in the right place and they all mean very well. With that said, the fact that you are promoting and advertising and marketing this man's image, who we know is already passed away, who we know people have mourned for, and it's in a trailer. And the purpose of a trailer is to get butts in seats. Mm. It's to sell tickets. Let's be honest about that. That rubbed me the wrong way. Mm. To me, it felt a little exploitive. Interesting. I mean... Just I'm, again, I'm not saying they did this on purpose or nothing like that. But after coming from a movie like Nope, where the prevailing theme in Nope was the, our relation to spectacle and how people like to relate to spectacle and how, especially when it comes to black people, black legacy, black history, sometimes that spectacle is erased or it is given for the wrong reasons. It made me uncomfortable that we're putting this out there saying, hey, look, we're giving this, this is a tribute, but come and see this movie. Come and pay your money to come see this. And I'm just like, I kind of wish like they didn't put that imagery in there. I don't think it really needed to be there because everyone knows what happened. Like everyone going to this movie knows what happened and you can still go into the movie have a video tribute, you know, like in Comic-Con but, where Ryan gave his nice kind words and stuff. You could do a video after, like, we can still celebrate this brother, but it makes me feel some type of way that we are promoting and advertising this when you know that's what people are looking for. As in, this is why I'm going to this movie. People are going to see, how are you going to handle this Chadwick thing? How are you going to, what are you going to do? So, I don't know. For me, it felt weird. I get what you're saying. I guess to play devil devil's advocate here. So, because obviously Marvel is very aware of the whole recast to child movement and fans wanting to know, will there be another actor stepping into the role? Do you think that they did that to confirm that, okay, we're letting you guys know that we are honoring the, the passing of this character in the movie? And that's why they had that up there. Because obviously that whole moment 
was connected to another moment that we saw in the trailer. We, we saw a funeral procession in Wakanda with the Mother Queen, with Shuri, with the Dormelage, all of them dressed in white. And then we saw that mural, which I believe takes place in the same scene, which is his funeral. So isn't that just really them letting you know that this is a funeral scene that's in the trailer? Or maybe not, or maybe I'm wondering, E-Man, not to put words in your mouth, I'll let you do yeah. your explanation, but I'm wondering like, what if they didn't put it in the, what if they didn't put it in the trailer, it's just in the film? Is that kind of where you're saying? Yeah, like it's not used yeah. to bring people in, but it's in the film. You know, I mean, obviously it, it's gonna be part of them walking through the streets. Right. I mean, I'm just talking about the advertising and marketing. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have put it in the movie at all, because clearly it's part of the the narrative. I just think, like, do you really need to market his image like that? Yeah, but which I need to think about. I mean, that's interesting. I guess I'm I'm not following you when you say market his image. He's well, it, it's a trailer. Shala. Right. But, but he's the character. So showing Whoa. Chad, what, what were you expecting them to not like to completely erase Chadwick's likeness in this movie? No, 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 no. Not the movie. Again, I'm only talking about the marketing and promotion, not talking about the movie. I'm just saying I don't think you needed to market his imagery of pa of being passed away. The mural suggests that he also passed away. But why would they not show that? Because then that confirms to the audience that that is going to be a part of the story in this sequel, which is what I, we as fans, that's kind of what we wanted to know, right? We wanted that confirmation. I think it could have waited for the movie. I think it could have been. Okay, implied. so you're saying yeah. not necessarily it was exploitive. It was just a, re a revelation that we didn't need to know yeah. right now. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like you could, you, like, I don't think anyone... If you see funeral processions, you know the actor passed away. I think we're sophisticated enough to be like, they're probably talking about him. And even if you have a question of whether, I don't know if it's him or not, you're going to go see the movie. I, right. I, I don't know. I, I Yeah, I, I, I see you're... you're um... You're you're more of like the not needing to be. You don't need as many Easter eggs as a fan. And Jamie's right. like the Marvel executive. <laughs> I'm really not. You, no, I'm not. I'm 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 just trying to. I mean, no, I agree with both. Oh. Like, I, I see what Jamie's saying too. Like, I could see yeah. them doing that though, because everybody's been saying that. Everybody's been like, are they gonna kill him? Are they gonna you know? Recap? Yeah, are they like, gonna do this? Like, what does this mean? And we want like definite. Like, okay, I see the mirror. Everybody's in white. He's gone. So what is? So now what's next? You mm -hmm. know, the audience. This yeah. is what the audience is thinking, but. You know, E-Man, I see you because you like, okay, well, why you got to put, you know, why you got to have a mural up here? You know, like what that signifies for the black community. Not yeah. saying that's what Marvel was doing, but it does have a, it does have a double meaning when you do see that mural, especially, unfortunately, what the black community has been going through lately with all the stuff. It does have a different kind of meaning to it. That's all. You know, again, but, it's kind of like, yes. I don't know. I don't know. Like, 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 yeah. I mean, we couldn't I, say I, this I, for the movie. Like, I, I mean, because, uh, yes, I, mean, I told you it was weird. I told I didn't yeah. say like, oh, my God, this is a terrible thing. And, you know, I was just like, no, no, I, I get what you're saying. I just feel awkward. Like, mm, okay. I don't know. I Like, I like, for example, I just saw the trailer for Emmett Till, you know, the, the Emmett Ooh, Till movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, I don't yeah. even know if I want to go see that. Mm. I, look, I'm trying that, to look, yeah. my, my struggle is not something that everybody else has got to feel. 
right? Like, yeah, no, you no, know, yeah. I, I, I understand how everyone's not going to have that takeaway. I mean, yeah. that was uh, uh, clearly made to me <laughs> when I expressed it on uh, <laughs> one of the Marvel pages. And, you know, and look, everybody's entitled to feel how they want to feel, you know, right. Right. Like, yo, this this feels mad awkward. Like interesting. That's all. Yeah, you kind of gave me a headache with that one because I'm sorry. About that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I, I'm, I, I'm kidding. I, I, was that, totally I, fine. Yeah. I mean, it was it was very emotional. Um, I mean, there were people and I, I, at least for me, I'll speak for myself. I, you know, there's like a little shed, like a tear that kind of shed in my eye. Mm-hmm. I, it was a beautiful moment. Um, I didn't feel like it was awkward. I didn't feel like um it was exploitive. I just felt like, again, you know, this is their way through their art of acknowledging a loss of their friend, of their colleague. Um, and I, as much as I get what you're saying about direction, I still feel like Ryan and Nate um, and and probably other folks involved that are, you know, collaborating with Kevin on this have full autonomy over the direction of this story that there's not like a puppet master that's pulling the strings and telling them what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, and even, even to the point of the music, no woman, no cry. And then bringing in Kendrick Lamar. I mean, there's some brilliance in just the seamless editing of that. That, that was William. really good. It was, that was really good. Yeah. And I'm sure you know, someone on Ryan's team had a hand in that. Mm-hmm. I don't see no white executive thinking about Kendrick Lamar. I'm sorry. Nah, I, I, just nah, don't. Yeah, nah. I mean, I, look, I, to do that. I mean, one thing, one thing is um, you're, you're absolutely right about the, the autonomy because uh, Kevin Feige, you know, he had said, I think it was like a Rotten Tomatoes interview or something. I, I watched every ounce of news on this stuff. So forgive my nerdism here, but he had said that, um, he passed this over to Nate Moore and Ryan Coogler, you know, which if we're being honest, if I'm a white guy in charge of a black property, you know, or imagery or IP, give it to the black folks to take care of. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, what you're that, supposed it, to do. Thank you. It totally makes sense. You know, yep. if, if it was about women or whatever, give it to the women to take care of so that they can, mm-hmm. you know, step aside. So you're absolutely right that they definitely have full autonomy on this. And, you know, if I were to give like just a quick prediction, I would assume and say that um, just like you mentioned with the music, this movie is going to end on a positive note. You yes. know, like it's more than likely they will kick off the very beginning with all the sad stuff. Yes, you know, they, I, I agree. You know, it's better to start off that way and then end, you know, on a positive note. So uh, I do think that the music is at least indicative of that. If we're talking conspiracy theories and whatnot. We, we interviewed Lapita on the press line at comic con. And she said that the movie to sum it up is a nice hug. Mm. Those were her words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you're absolutely right that it's, it's definitely going to end on, a good positive note and we're going to get a lot of action too i i look forward to oh, for sure those underwater you know war scenes uh with the atlanteans and the wakandans i think that's going to be dope seeing that mm-hmm. um so yeah i i agree with you on that um yeah. but it's it's it'll be interesting <laughs> this is i think this will probably be probably be like the most talked about marvel film oh, 100% 100%. 
in a long, long time. Uh, so, well, I appreciate you, Eman, for coming on and being so bold to <laughs> step up yeah, to this throne. I appreciate y'all so much. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, it's there's been a lot of mixed conversations online. And I, I, I was curious to know what your take was after this trailer came out. So, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a mixed bag. Um, you know, if y'all follow me on Twitter, you'll you'll see a whole lot of everything all over the place. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get on Twitter and see what's going on. Get back uh, out on them streets. Yes. Um, so anything you want to plug uh while you're here before we wrap up? Look, um, you know, I would I would always encourage people, uh, please don't judge the recast the Chala, uh hashtag by the hashtag by itself. Uh, if you want to hold, don't judge it by any random people you see on Twitter saying this, that, or whatever. Like, if you're going to judge it, go to change.org backslash recast T'Challa, read the petition. I've done my best to make it excuse proof. I have considered the cast and crew and their feelings and all that. I've considered his family. I've considered all the fans that looked up to the character and others that don't want to see something happen where Chadwick is dismissed. Um, I've tried to make this the the most uh, agreeable, um, you know, and, and basically the basic tenet is we just want to see T'Challa's portrayal continue in some way, shape or form. That's all. We don't want to throw it completely away. We don't want to have we don't want to take Chadwick's perform- performance and stuff it under a mattress. Mm. You know, we want to actually take it invest it and have it grow so that it can actually you know flourish just like all the other popular white characters so um i would just encourage people to actually read the petition um and judge me from there if you want to do that um outside of that i would just say like hey follow me on twitter for some spicy hot takes and more recast t'challa news and uh you can also follow me on uh eman's movie reviews on youtube um we do a live chat every friday at eight eastern it is fun it is engaging we go over all the news of the week and uh, we have a really really good time and it's such a beautiful positive community as well so come on join the efam if you like and uh, have a good time fantastic and i stand by the fact that um when the recasting does happen that i want it to be yaya oh come through <laughs> come through yes oh boy yaya yeah, boy be one. killing it up yaya for t'challa I want that to happen. Let's make a billion. All right. Amen. <laughs> thank you for coming on. And uh, we appreciate you as always. Thank you. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Brodnax and Ryan Bennett. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and Spotify.